Hello! Thanks for checking out today's Foot in Review. We couldn't make this show without you and your fantastic support, but if you fancy going one step further, why not check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash foot in review. We offer a range of rewards and benefits with all levels receiving Discord access and episodes of the show without this very advertisement. However, we understand that times are tough, and if you can't back us financially, then simply spreading word of the show or leaving us a review wherever you listen will be super appreciated as it will help us grow. In particular, we'd like to thank our Skybox holders, Medi, Nick, Artyom, Paul, and Daniel for their exceptional support. Drop it. F-U-T. F-U-T. Hello everybody, welcome along to your latest dose of FIFA Ultimate Team podcasting goodness. We are Foot in Review, powered by footcoaching.com. It is Tuesday, March the 28th, 2023. My name is Dan Wimbush, otherwise known as Wimby. Stay tuned with us over the next 45 minutes or so as we run you through all of the latest foot birthday content. We've got a JJ Okocha clone you can do. We've got a Dizassi SBC as well. We've got a year in review pick. We've got a Rivaldo foot birthday icon. And of course, we now know we can cash in those foot birthday swaps tokens for, including a Premier League legend towards the end. We're also going to be talking about whether if you go away from the game or not, you get better pack luck. And also a little bit of a rumor has emerged for EA Sports FC 24. So we will be talking about that. Joining myself today is the scout and is Nathan Downs. Nathan, hello. Hey Dan, thank you for having me again. It's uh, it seems to be our regular sort of slot on a midweek, so I'm enjoying it. I'm looking forward to this. I had a decent week of FIFA. Got uh, got the Scotland game tonight as well, so it's it's a good time to be alive just now. Excellent stuff. Yeah, it's uh, it's been not too bad a week for me as well. I did, did okay in weekend league. I got nine and one in playoffs last night, and then I thought, well, you know what? I'm not going to be able to go near my console for a couple of weeks, so I'll try and rattle off my eight wins and did it in surprising quick fashion. I think a big thing. That made a difference for me as an Xbox player, and I've sworn off turning on crossplay for most of the year because of you know hackers in weekend league. But I turned it on for rivals, and for whatever reason, it just seemed to be a lot easier. So I don't know whether a, a wider pool um, during the daytime hours helps me in that regard. But yeah, relatively straightforward. And uh, we'll come on to my my change of tactics a bit later on towards the end of the show as well because uh, it has made a difference. I have gone to the dark side, people. Um, We'll talk about that, but we've got so much for birthday content to talk about, Nate. Let's talk about the big thing that came out last night first and kind of work our way backwards. We now know what we can cash in those swaps tokens for. Run us through your kind of theories and what you think you're going to take. So I'm I'm very much in two minds. Um, I am usually a, a sucker for the, the fodder packs, although this year, to be fair, I did take the Vieira from... Um, whatever swaps that was kind of early on and he's still in the team. So I can't decide whether there's um, there's quite a few good token packs. I think there's pretty much an 82 times 80, is it? I think pretty much by the time you cash them in. Uh, I think there's the usual 85 times 10. You get beta, you get a Crespo, um, but there's two players that actually kind of piqued my interest uh, in, in these swaps. I mean, one of them I'm interested in, but I'm not going to do, but I just think it's really cool. So we've got a 92 rated uh, sort of foot birthday icon, Alan Shearer, um, with five star skill moves, four star a weak foot, um, 89 pace, but it's a good split. It's literally 89, 89 on the split, uh, 96 finishing, 93 composure. So I like, 
I, I loved Alan Shearer growing up, um, even though he rejected my team, Manchester United. I think, you know, to have a fi- finally have a usable Alan Shearer, I think it's a really cool thing. Um, but you also get a prime Rio Ferdinand, who is probably the classiest centre-half, I think, ever grace the planet. I just think Ferdinand is insane. <laughs> um, Having just said I'm a big Man United fan there. Absolutely. No bias him at all. But, um, yeah, so I'm not sure, to be honest. I mean, the only thing with Ferdinand is he's only about 300k on the market. So I'm a bit like, would is it worth using your swap tokens for an icon that's, you know, it, it's prime. It's not like it's a World Cup version of this. I think if they'd adduced that as well, it would be really cool. Um, and I pretty much would have snapped your hand off it. So interesting, though. This is one of the first times I'm tempted to do a variety of, of rewards. How about you? Yeah, so look, there are 30 tokens available, plus we think there are going to be four more tokens in the store. We've already seen a couple of them. So in all, there's going to be 34. I am very tempted by Big Al, by Big Al, because look, this is the very... And I've, you know, if you've watched my streams or if you've heard me on this podcast, I've talked frequently about how some of the greatest players in the game have not got the justice they deserve for their icon cards. This looks an absolutely fantastic card. He's got just about everything you can want in a pure striker, other than maybe the passing's a little bit low and the agility and balance isn't great. The one problem that comes with this is that he is 20 tokens to complete. So, especially if you're not keen to go and grind through some of the other gameplay objectives that we've been having, like Firstona Fiesta and Silver Lounge, things like that, that's going to kind of take up the bulk of your tokens. So that is the only thing that gives me pause for thought. I'm kind of glad that we've got a little while to decide on this. So I'm going to sit there and wait and also wait for the reviews to come out because I think we've had, what, 16 tokens so far, Nath? Something. I mean, I've lost count. And yeah. I tried looking on the app, but they haven't updated the app, unfortunately, to... I th- I think I'm right in saying it's 16 so far. So look, nobody can get their hands on Shearer yet. So I am going to kind of wait for the reviews. The one thing I would say on Shearer that I both like the look of, but also then gives me pause for thought about whether to actually bother doing it, is if I compare him to another one of my favourite players in this game for the style I play, which is Harry Kane's Team of the Year Honourable Mentions card. Now, that Honourable Mentions card has 17 more in-game stats, only one more face stat, the only real edge that Alan Shearer has over Kane is the fact, obviously, he's got five-star skill moves compared to three-star skill moves, although Kane has the five-star weak foot. Shearer has four-star weak foot. Kane's slower, a little bit slower, not noticeable. It's, you know, 86 versus 89. But the shooting's better on Kane. The passing is much better on Harry Kane. He's going to be much more effective in the build-up. So it's a tricky one. And I have that Kane untradeable. So I'm just sat here thinking... Is it a card I really, you know, do I really want the Shearer? But it's that awkward position, Nath, where this is probably the only chance you're going to be able to get Shearer unless we have, you know, one of these year in review picks, say, you know, in June time. Yeah, I know. I can, I see exactly what you're saying, but there's um, there's obviously the hidden icon sauce as well. Um, yes. So I, to be fair, I think Shearer would probably be better to use because um, obviously... You know, stats don't always tell everything. Sometimes they have a different feel in gaming. Yeah, I mean, if you've got the gap in your team that you could put Shearer in, I would love that. But you know, first world problems. I've got R nine up front, and he's not gonna he's not gonna replace uh, Prime R nine. So for me, that would be a little bit redundant. But 
if if I didn't have him and I didn't have coins, I, it would be one that I'd be seriously considering. Um, you know, I, I've I've put out a couple of tactic videos to the Discord, and then both of them, I've been I've been stating obviously that that crossing is so OP this year, and I think it's underutilized. Um, and when obviously growing up with Alan Shearer, one of the things that was an absolute sight in the Premier League was Alan Shearer heading the ball in. So I think that would be a really cool card if you could make space for him or if you wanted to make space for him. So I think, yeah, I think that could be more fun than a Harry Kane who, to be fair, is, is clinical, but I just find Harry Kane feels a little bit off. He feels a little bit truck-like to me. Oh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. He is a wizard. He frequently comes off my bench to uh, to save the day, does Harry. But look... So I think I'm leaning towards Shearer. Out of the other options as well, I think I totally agree with you on Rear Ferdinand. Very classy centre-back. I think if you are someone that's making the new RTG or you're newer to the game, I think this is a is a fine defender that will do you well. Um, plenty of ways to link him in as well. But he's not really been in the elite tier of centre-backs now since probably about FIFA 20. Um, ever since, he's kind of been not as well favoured upon. Crespo was fine. A couple of months ago, he was giving me regular problems. Again, any striker with a five-star weak foot and those kind of shooting stats is decent. He's left-footed as well, which always just weirdly seems to help strikers. Um, and other, otherwise, it's basically just lots of different fodder packs. So if you are trying to get, say, a Cruyff or Rivaldo, who we're going to come on to, uh, there's also been a couple of big rumours as well about players who might be coming in the future as well. So those options are always there. The only other two picks I wanted to quickly talk about, Nath, were number one is for 15 tokens, you can get an 87 plus road to the foot, road to the final foot fancy hero, foot fancy or foot birthday team one player pick. And that's one of five. So would you do that and say maybe a couple of fodder packs or would you go for the big daddy, which is a 90 plus prime icon player pick one of four? So if it was to be one of those two options i would take the prime icon pick um i think the way that my pack looks been recently well throughout the cycle really um if you have such an open like the road to the finals and stuff i think there's too many duds in there that you could get um but i think prime icons one of four you should be able to get something in there to at least supplement your bench if not your squad but it's a big risk i i yeah, it's a big risk to be putting that amount of time into grinding and then going for it. But at the same time, you could get Prime Hullet, Prime Ronaldo, you know, Pele, whoever. So there's there's definitely merit to doing that. But I just think that either go for fodder for an SBC that you know that you really want, that you want to work to, um, or potentially go for a, an outright player so you know exactly what you're getting. Yeah, look, I, I don't want to cast dispersions, uh, even though I am going to cast dispersions. We've seen this a lot towards the end of the game cycle where EA will throw a... Do you remember they had that 93-plus like Prime Icon Moments player pick? And still, the weight on those was really bad. And this is, again, one of those little kind of cheeky things that EA have done because there are actually only six icons that are 89-rated or lower. Um, so, you know, the good thing is that we say goodbye to players that no one's probably one going to pick um, with all due respect to Sol Campbell, John Barnes, Ian Wright, um, Gennaro Gattuso and Ashley Cole, although Zambrotta's prime is an 89. So that's a little bit of a blow because he's always a good utility player. So that basically leaves you with, what, 94 options, Nath, yeah, of players? It's, it's a lot. Like I say, there's there's chance, obviously, for the good stuff, but it's still wide, wide open. Um, and like you say, EA have been very, very clever in the way they word it. And it's not the first time and it won't be the last time, but I, you know, you can imagine some people getting caught out being it's a high rating 
let's go for yeah. it. And obviously, if you've not done the background sort of look into it, then then you may be caught cold a little bit. Yeah, and more than half of the prime icons now are beneath half a million coins. So there is a lot to that. And again, it doesn't really leave you with that many options. Again, if we take the fact that, you know, include the store. If you don't include the store tokens, you would be left with three tokens. So you can either do a Footbirth 18 one pack, maybe you get Crespo for a bit of fodder or, you know, the 81 by 11, which is just a single token, seems good as well. So, yeah, both of them buyer beware. But again, if you've got that really stacked team that we've been talking about, Nate, that eight out of 10 team already, it might just be a case of having to, you know, take a gamble on one of those two to get something meaningful. And impactful so and again lots of fodder options out there to restock your club if you've been draining or you're chasing one of those big players so lots to look forward to there now we talked about you know possibly wanting to use those fodder for a player mentioned him rivaldo came out over the weekend nath he had been long rumored rivaldo always that troll <laughs> for most people when you see brazil and icon flares but credit to ea they have actually made this a very tasty looking card. They've given him the boost. That two-star weak foot was the thing that always, you know, put people off him in years past, but they've boosted that all the way up to a five-star weak foot. Just a four-star skills though. The big thing here though, Nathan, is the price of this SBC. 1.5 million coins. First reaction, is he worth it? I would say no. Um, I know some people have used him, and to be fair, I used uh, I came up against him in in rivals earlier, and he told me a new one. His finishing seems absolutely cracked, but I just think that like whilst he's good and obviously he's Brazil icon, he doesn't look insane. You know, a step above everyone for one point five mil. Um, even thing, he's got great agility, but his balance is down at eighty. You see, if his balance was in the nineties, like the rest of his sort of dribbling stats like coupled with his shooting and his pace you'd think actually that's that's something there um 86 stamina as well towards the end of the games he'll be dropping like he looks a good player um but then i'm also very wary of of work rates this fifa as well and i believe is he not medium low i think his work rates are he is yeah um so for me you have to play him as a striker or a cam probably a, a cam that he won't get picked up but he doesn't have to have that much responsibility so it's a mess for me. Um, I would rather pull my father into doing Cruyff, I think. Yeah, I think I'm with you exactly there. I think the five-star, five-star Cruyff is just a better and more versatile option. This It's not a bad card at all. I think if this was closer to the eight 900K mark, I'd be more inclined to do it. It's just such a lot of coins. Again, if you're maybe newer and you missed out on players like player the 92 player of the month, Mbappe, or the mid-Jarzino that we had a few months ago, Maybe this plays a little bit more into your thinking. Maybe if you've got a lot of Brazilian players you want to try and get in. I, I certainly don't think he's a bad card, but I've, you know, in the games I've played since he's been released, I've come up against him two or three times. And Nathan, I've just never had, he's not got that fear factor. I've never been like, oh my God, it's Rivaldo. No, I know, exactly. Um, like I say, he did tear as a new one. Me and John played co-op. Uh, we drew two all and he scored two. He, he put them 2-0 up straight away. But yeah, like you say, it's not, if, if that was a Ronaldo, if that was Ronaldinho on the left wing, you'd be sitting going, oh, wow, extra attention. Um, with this, you're like, oh, he's got a good card and he's obviously had quite a bit of fodder or coins to put into it. Apart from that, you're like, well, it's, it's Rivaldo. Um, he's not going to move around the pitch very well. He's not, you know, he's, he's medium low, so he's not going to be zipping everywhere. So, yeah, not, not so much a fear factor, but I think it, from, from the reviews that I'm seeing and even in our Discord, the players that can use him, I think, 
you know, seem to use him very well, but you may have to, you know, be, be adept at using that type of player. Yeah, if you've ever used a Thierry Henry, I think that this card will feel similar to that Thierry Henry card. He's got that high and average body type. Henry a little bit quicker, but otherwise uh, very similar in stats. Obviously, Rivaldo is going to have the passing edge. But yeah, if you've got on with a card like Thierry Henry before, then this will be more to your fancy. If you're thinking that he's going to be a, a nimble, you know, stereotypical Brazilian nippy player like a Neymar I think you're going to be disappointed because he has got that because of that body type yeah absolutely so uh, f- for me it's a pass I think because it's there's two big SBCs out just now really um I think this is probably my second out of the two I think well I think you'd be better off going for Cruyff who you could probably play anywhere across the front line um and you don't really need to make exceptions to try and squeeze him whereas I think Rivaldo you need to kind of tailor your setup to get the best out of him yeah, and as I said, it is the price. It's not even one that's very easy to work towards because it it's not one of those SBCs where, you know, it kind of gradually scales up with, you know, 84s, 85s, 86 squads. You go straight from an 84 to an 87 squad. So it's one of those, if you're getting like dupe 85s, dupe 86s, they're not going to really help you because, you know, four of the squads are 88 rated or higher. So you've kind of really got to commit to it. You can't just kind of gradually edge your way towards it. So again, for all those reasons, it's a miss for me. The loan is available though. So again, if you are on the fence, if you're thinking about completing it before you pour your fodder into it, please do that loan. Get that feel for him in friendly modes or in you know five games of rivals or weekend league, just so uh, you know you know what you're getting into. We go right from the one and a half million coin mark, Nathan, all the way down into the you know towards the hundred k mark. I mentioned we had a JJ Akocha clone. Um, and it, literally a JJ Akocha clone in Alex Awobi, who I believe is his nephew. Yep. Am I right in saying? Yeah, he is. So it's a nice little nod that EA have done. So they've boosted Alex Awobi, of course, now uh, Nigerian in place for Everton, former of Arsenal, of course. He's about 150K. He's been boosted to an 89-rated player. Like Uncle JJ, he has got five-star skills and a four-star weak foot, and their face stats are identical as well, Nath. I mean, that JJ Okocha card was, you know, quite highly sought after for a long time. I think it had just started to dip in the past, you know, month or so. But on the surface, getting this card for 150k does scream like a good deal. Yeah, stat-wise, he's very good. Again, medium-low work rate, so it's a, it puts me off. Um, the Nigerian nation as well, it's, it's not the easiest to link. You're not really going to be playing 84 rated Wilfred and Didi at this time of year. Um, <laughs> but he looks really good fun. Um Good pace, good shooting, phenomenal dribbling. Um, so, it's, I mean, the shooting's pretty stacked apart from his actual finishing, which lets him down. So, looks like a character that you could have a lot of fun just to mix it up, to bring off the bench. Um, you know, I, I think, yeah, for 150, 146, 150k, like, he's, he's not going to do you any wrong. But, again, I would probably hold my fodder. Um, he looks fun. But, again, I think you may be fed up with him in a week or two. Yeah, I mean, it is difficult. The Nigerian links, unfortunately, not massively helping unless you are trying to get, say, uh, JJ Okocha in your team. I mean, Okocha, so it's the same stats, I should say, sorry, as his World Cup hero, not his new um, purple hero card. What was, what was that? Was that, yeah, Foot Fantasy? Foot Fantasy hero, um, yeah. That's one. So it's the same as his World Cup um, hero. I Literally identical stats in every shape or form. So if you've used one card, you use the other. There is one little difference, though, between them. Uh, Alex Wobie, a little bit taller. Again, 
He's six foot one compared to five eight for a cotcher. So that might make a little little bit of difference. Again, Awobi's got that high and average body type that we just talked about with Rivaldo, whereas JJ Kocha has just got a pure average body type. So he's got that slightly shorter, uh, lower center of gravity, which is going to make him that little bit more nimble as well. But this one, I've completed this, Nate. This was you know, a, a fodder dumping ground for me. I don't think he's going to get into my team, but I think if you're someone that does use a lot of skill moves, this is you know a nice little player to bring on the last five ten minutes to to maybe cause some confusion in a tiring defence. Yeah, absolutely. He, he he will be fun, but again, it's a bit like Rivaldo. You need I think you need to be uh, adept at using these type of players. I don't think it's one that's for for everybody. I think it might be quite interesting to use, but maybe not necessarily you know across the board for for every user. Yeah, absolutely. And staying on the cheap beast theme, we have Dzassi who plays for Monaco. He's French. He's a centre-back. He's been given a boost to five-star skills, four-star week for under 100k for this card, Nath. I mean, a lot to like about it, really. I mean, the pace is good, 82 acceleration, 86 sprint speed. The passing is really good for a defender as well. 92 short passing, 90, uh, sorry, 89 long passing as well. Defending stats all in the mid to high 80s as well, and the physicality all 80 plus as well. A good defender, but Again, I just think this is just one that is just going to sit just below that top tier. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think he's actually pretty solid. If you put a, put like a shadow on him, pace into the nineties, all his defending's up into the nineties. He he looks he looks like you say a cheap beast. Um, EA, I think, do they not just call him Foot Birthday Player? They haven't actually. Yes, they didn't give him that. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> they're obviously not expecting many to do for it. But I think uh, if you're needing a cheapish centre back, either French or. Um, league on, I think he's actually a, a very good option. I think he could be quite good fun. Um, yeah, like I say, sh- uh, decent physicality as well. And um, passing's a bit poor, though. I mean, a lot of people now try and play out from the back, so that's maybe something. But 90k can't go too wrong with this. I think it's it's another good fun card. Um, and to be fair, it's a card that we haven't really had many specials for. Same with Iwobi and even with Rivaldo, they haven't really done much with Rivaldo or, or Shira going back to the start of the show. So kudos to EA. They've mixed up a little bit. You know, um, not to everybody's cup of tea, but at the same time, they've done something a bit different. So, so fair play. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, if I was looking to buy a centre back from Ligon and I had a few coins, I mean, I'd buy the player that I have, uh, which is Kimpembe. You look at his, his Centurions card is still, it's around about 450k, but he's got nearly 100 more total in game stats. He's got 14 more total stats as well. Obviously, nowhere near the skill moves and weak foot, but. Again, I think if you were building your dream team from Ligon, I'd probably go and spend that little bit extra to get a Kimpembe rather than Dezassi. But look, maybe you've got a player of the month, Ben Yedda, or something like that. Um, we're overdue a Gelson Martins card <laughs> as well. No, so might be one to stash away. And again, very cheap to do. Always good for future squad building just to have a player like this in your team that you can drop in. The medium, medium work rates don't enamor me either with this card. But I think I will complete him. He'll be, a, again, another dupe storage for me. An 83 and 85 rated squad to get that done. I said coming in under 100,000 coins. We have also three, well, I say three players released in the mini release. Technically, Nate, it is six because EA have released this whole split concept now where the players in the mini release, one version has a five-star weak foot, one version has five-star skill moves. Darwin Nunes, Alex Zinchenko and Koke are the three players released. Um, first of all, are you a fan of this concept, having them all in packs at the same time? Yeah, I think rather than just trying to 
eke it out for another week where you can, you know, if this if the audio announced that they're doing one one with sort of five star skills and the other with five star weak foot, if you've got your heart set on one of them, I think it's quite nice to be able to get to them. Um, I've not bought any of these off the market, so I don't know how easy it is to 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 differentiate between them. I could imagine it would confuse some people on um, for which which sort of um, which version they're getting. But I, I do quite like, it, and I like the fact that they're kind of changing them up as well. And it's again, it's slightly different players um, than we're used to. So again, I, I enjoy that. I've got my mindset on one. I'm not sure whether I'm going to go go for him or not, but. Really like the look of this Zinchenko. Uh, face Nunes, and actually, he's very good at getting through players. He's quite powerful, but his finishing was actually dreadful against me, so I, it didn't bother me so much. Um, and I've packed Koki myself, but he's, he's not getting anywhere in the, near the team. Yeah, Zinchenko looks fantastic. I think he's that kind of next step up from the winter wildcards, Andrew Robertson, that we had, um, that I've used. And he's decent, Robertson, but there is something a little bit missing in him. Um, if you compare this to Zinchenko card, I think maybe the slightly better acceleration is going to help him. He's got better passing. He has got better shooting if he does get into forward areas. The defense, the physicality, not where you'd want it to be. Maybe you'd want to chuck an anchor on him for that reason. But yeah, two very good cards. Darwin Nunes, I, th- I think I've heard similar things to what you just said, Nate. You know, I think Ingvi used him, uh, the king of the north, Ingvi, of course. He used him and he just said that Nunes just wasn't in the right places at the right time. And I think that's kind of reflected in his price, Nate, because initially when this card came out, I thought, oh, well, this is, you know, five-star week for Darwin Nunes. This is going to be one and a half, two million. But it's very quickly sunk to around, you know, a million for both versions. The five-star skill move version slightly more expensive. But there is obviously something about this card that's not quite clicking. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, early doors, especially with the whole um, lengthy meta and that Nunes was brilliant. His gold card kind of did kind of give you a bit of fear, like early doors. Um, but like you say, there is there's something missing. And coming up against him, he's he's he'll score goals. Like if if you you work the ball to him, I'm sure he will score goals. But at the same time, do you want to press your play through an 89 rated winger like? I don't know. And to be fair, if, if Ingvi's saying he's not all that, then that's something because anyone with a Liverpool badge, um, Ingvi, <laughs> it's got kind of Liverpool tinted glasses on. So um, if he's sort of admitted that he's not great, then, he, you know, I would I would trust that judgment as well because, uh, like I say, he's a big Liverpool fan and he does his best to, to use all the Liverpool players to their maximum. So, yeah, um, not one that I would really look to put, put a sink a million into, to be honest. Yeah, and look, uh, just to complete that mini release, what promo would be complete without a generic mid, medium, medium Spanish central <laughs> midfielder, Nathan? As if we don't have any, any so already, but <laughs> just in case you missed out on the likes of Dada, um, <laughs> you can get yourselves a Koke who has very quickly fallen to discard levels. Again, I don't think any amount of skill, skill move and weak foot boosts are going to save this card, or not save the card, but get it into your your starting lineup. Yeah, I mean, give him a high high and a slightly boost pace. He's actually not dreadful. He's got amazing passing. Um, he's, Damning with faint praise that oh, he's not dreadful. <laughs> he's not dreadful. Like no, I just I just think that he could be a decent box to box. Um, but medium medium kills most cards. I mean, we we've both done the Zidane card, the SBC early on, and you know you recognise quite early doors that you, you. It's a bit like with the Rivaldo, isn't it? You've got to have a special place for medium medium type players. Um, and Koke doesn't have a standout stat. I know his passing's very good, but he doesn't have that one aspect where his dribbling is shooting or whatever to be, this is my role in any team. So 
if they boosted a couple of stats in his work rates, he could be a very, very fun card, but they just missed the mark on this one, I think. Yeah, this is your uh, quintessential pack filler. Um, a player that would have been very good, again, if we were in the era of having to use different players from different leagues for icon slots, but right now, I think that he's uh, he's 30-odd K for a reason. Was it 36K or 38K, depending on which version you want to pick up? So, uh, yeah, I think not dreadful is, is about the most positive thing I could say <laughs> about that card. Um, if you did want to go excited, I mean, we talked about the gamble options available from the Icon Swaps. We have had a couple of gamble packs come out this week. We've had our year in review pick, which gives you that second chance to pick up players that have been released in SBCs and objectives. So, look, there is the chance to pick up a 92 rated Mbappe, a Sergio Ramos flashback, um, or was it Team of the Year Moments, whatever version that card was, that, that card that is in pretty much every team already. So, I don't think anybody actually needs him, Nath. Um, <laughs> Gareth Bale, and a couple of other good ones. But um, watching a few streamers open these, there were so many players I'd even forgotten about um, to make me think that this is not worthwhile. Nah, with you on that one. Um, I think I saw on Instagram a few a few people had kind of put the the tiers, you know, God tier, good tier, and fodder. Um, to be honest, I think most of the good ones we've all kind of got anyway. Oh, sorry, most of the God tier ones. But you'd be hoping for the Mbappe out of that. There's not really many others. Like um, Ramos is good, but I can imagine he'll soon be falling a little bit, either caught up to or falling behind the curve. There's not really many one else stand stand out. And, f- and for the price of the SBC, I think it's quite hefty for all the dodge you may be able to get. Yeah, exactly. I would give this one a swerve. 160k, just save it. Um, and speaking of other gambles as well that I don't think are worth it, but I know you have done, Nath. <laughs> we did have the 88 plus mid prime and world cup icon i emphasize the word mid there because i cannot believe that they're still offering us up mid icons as we roll into april but here we are uh nath you've done this one did it go to plan no absolutely not um i think i got mid roberto baggio who just doesn't cut it so um i think i'm gonna have to lax my whole don't put specials in sbcs because my pack luck has been horrendous and all these icons all the icon packs all the hero packs it's just not been very kind to me really um did the hero one um i can't even remember who i got it was a base somebody that was the best for the best one i texted you dan i can't remember who we got but it was, it was nothing exciting to write home about so no um quite a lot of well, to be fair, it wasn't overly priced if you pull, you know, a decent World Cup one out. Um, I had my heart set on an untradeable David Beckham after ha- buying him, and he is just unreal. Um, didn't happen. So um, back to the drawing board we go. Yeah, exactly. Look, I, I cannot endorse this given that mids are still in there. Um, and even as we just mentioned, you know, over half the prime icons are beneath the cost of this SBC. It's coming in at 490,000 coins. Again, look, there are so many fodder packs out there. We have had that new 80-plus uh, player pick as well and the Electrum pack upgrade as well. So there are ways to grind this and make it a lot cheaper. Again, if you're really happy with your team and you are just going for going for glory, go for it. But you know, if you have got areas where you definitely need to upgrade, you know, you, you, your team isn't at that 8, 9 out of 10 level set. It's a 6, 7 out of 10 level I would be swerving this because I would save the fodder for players that are going to come out in the future. Um, and especially if you're thinking of spending coins on that. So I would stay away. Um, but good luck to those of you who are doing it. And Nathan, I think that just brings us uh, nicely up to speed with the content. Yeah, I've been, been very busy over the last few while, even since the, the pod on Friday. So 
plenty to do, plenty of things to grind. You know, some of these aren't for everybody. Some of these are probably, <laughs> all of these may be for somebody somewhere. Um, <laughs> but no, it's we, we can't say they're not throwing content at us anyway. No, it's good. It's It's been a good mix so far. I think, yeah, I think I'm still waiting for that really, really big fish, although I appreciate, you know, you know, they've just given us a one and a half million coin SBC, but hopefully uh, the man that is, re- you know, a couple of rumors that are flying around will provide some uh, some respite and some place for my fodder to go. Um, before we come into our mailbag, and of course you can submit questions into this show, if you are part of our Discord, you get Discord access by signing up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash foot in review lots of different benefits depending on which tier you sign up for it all starts from about one pound 25 a week and all tiers get discord access you get to including the ability if you're in that discord we post up the link so you can listen to this show live as it is recorded as well and we've got a couple of people listening in so hello to you guys out there um but look we have had a question in from flint which we will get to just at the end of the show but i did want to bring up uh, a tweet from nepenthes Nate, and we're just starting to see a few more leaks or I don't know whether they're leaks or just rumours, but EAFC, you know, it's probably about six months today, Nate, I believe, you know, six months today will be the end of September, so we can probably expect a new game roughly then. Yeah, it's usually the last, uh, it's not usually like the last Wednesday or something, the early release comes out of the month, so not long off, but the the leaks, yeah, I've not really spoken to you about your feelings. I think it's quite scary, quite a scary leak, this one actually. Yeah, so look, the the tweet says, so dynamic packs are coming to EA Sports FC 24. The more you open, the better chance of a higher rated card. Like, it makes sense, right? Saving packs for a promo can now be very, very tasty. Those are all Nepenthes' words. Uh, Nath, why, let, let's start with you. Why do you think this could be a bit scary? It, it totally depends how these dynamic packs are done. If it's a case of the more you open, if you save from your rewards, from SBCs, whatever, I think it could be great. It could be really good because, um, you know, I do like to hoard my packs for certain promos. But if it's the more you open from the store, the better your weight goes. I think that gets scary because, you know, there's the whole sort of discussion about gambling and, you know, the the loot boxes and everything. If it is, the more store packs you get, which obviously means the more either coins or real money people are putting in, I think that's quite a scary idea. Um, but if it, is a, if it is the case of, you know, actually the, the menu grinders are getting rewarded for, like yourself, doing the league SBCs or holding packs or doing everything and anything on the game, I think that could be really good. But my initial, the way that EA seem to be taking it is everything sort of rewarded more in the store. Um, with untradeable rewards and obviously more sort of reason to open store packs. So I think that could get people into a lot of bother um, if that's the way they go. But again, these are still rumors. You know, NEP hasn't actually said these are completely confirmed and obviously there'll be lots of different ways around it. Yeah, and look, EA could quite easily be floating ideas like this out to kind of gauge the reaction to it. It can go two ways. Now, the the first way is I do share a lot of your fears. I think that this could be bad news for for more vulnerable people because, you know, I compared it on stream last night. So imagine you are in the casino and you've got £100 and you've got on the roulette wheel, you've blown your £100 and you've not got any money left. Just as you're about to walk out of the casino, the guy on the table says, well, actually, we're going to take away 15 numbers from the roulette wheel 
Um, you know, why don't you give it a go? You've got a much better chance of winning now. You, that person is then more likely, you know, they might just walk around and say, no, nah, there's no, nothing for me. But other people would say, oh, oh I'm going to get something now. I'll just, I'll just put another hundred pounds on. And there's no guarantee that even then you will hit. So this says the better chance of a high rated card you'll get. Now, John, foot coaching John, mentioned this concept in relation to Hearthstone. Hearthstone? Hearthstone. Um, in that there's basically a pity timer that guarantees you after a certain number of packs or rewards, you're guaranteed a certain, certain good card. This doesn't sound that way, but of course I don't want to speculate too much because this is very much rumour and conjecture. But if it is just simply say, okay, if you don't get anything for 10 packs, it goes up to from 5% to 10%. All that's going to do, I think, is encourage, a, well, not everybody, but a certain section of vulnerable people to just keep going and keep chasing, thinking, okay, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. So that does make me slightly uneasy. Um, the other goods, if you're looking on the positive side, though, again, what NEP says is right. If you have got 300, you know, all these people that saved up, you know, hundreds of packs for team of the year, for example, if your odds are just getting better and better and better and better with every pack you open, it's great that those people will be rewarded for it. And it will hopefully balance out a little bit of the pack luck, you know, that has been, you know, that does you know, cause people a lot of grief in this game. It does bring a lot of people down when they're not getting anything and they're, you know, they're grinding really hard for rewards and they just can't seem to pack a promo pack. So hopefully that will help those players, but the devil is very much going to be in the detail, Nath. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's one of those you, you are a bit hesitant to to go too far into because it is, like you say, purely rumor. And to be fair, it's early days rumor as well. Usually, with these things, will grow arms and legs over the next, you know, well, like you said, six months or so. Um, if it's done right, it could be really good, um, like you say. But I mean, I'm lucky. I've got coins. I open most of the the store packs that say you've got, you know, fifteen percent chance of a certain promo or whatever. I can't say that I actually get many promo cards from these packs. So that's my worry. If they go from 2.7% to 15%, they'll still say, well, yeah, but other people can still pack them and you've got a better chance. But, you know, who knows what's behind this? Who knows if they're audited on their percentages, like if it is actually X percent that they say, are they putting random numbers to make certain packs look juice? Like you just never know. So I think there's lots of details to be ironed out if this comes, but at the same time, I'm hesitant because it is a rumor from a content creator. You know, Nep's pretty good. I like Nep, but who knows what's behind it? And maybe he's decided this is a good way to get extra views because he's got this massive breaking news or or whatever. You know, you you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, I I mean, I I don't think think there's anything nefarious. I did see this somewhere else as well, um, other than Winner Panther. So I think this is a rumor that's going around. But again, to your point, we don't know where this has been started and who started this um, and why. So it's all very much with a grain of salt. But yeah, I'm I'm a little bit concerned about the direction. I think there was a follow-up question on either this account or someone else that put this rumour up and they said, oh, well, what's this going to do to the market? And I think the reply was something like, Ooh, just wait till you see what they've got planned for the market. So uh, yeah. The early, very early rumours I'm seeing about this new game don't inspire me. But look, we will be here every step of the way on foot in review to bring you the latest news as we get it, both official and, of course, we will give our thoughts on the rumours. But again, please do take those with a grain of salt. We're not saying this is happening. We're not saying, you know, that our fears are, you know, are right or wrong. 
this is just our reaction, personal opinions to those. So we remain to see. As I said, the devil is always in the detail and hopefully we'll get that detail as we get closer to release. Now, I mentioned Flint had sent us a question into the Discord and this does actually revolve, you know, slightly uh, similar in vain. Uh, He says, I've just had a week off FIFA and work went uh, off FIFA and work, went on holiday, came back and today I completed the token that was there. Basically, he completed a pack First token back after holiday, and he got a foot birthday icon, Cantonar. And he just asks, the question is, do you guys believe you spend time off the game and when you, and then you come back, do you think you'll get better pack luck? So, Nath, I think we've talked about this before, this whole idea of enhanced pack luck when you don't touch the game for a while. Do you believe that to be true? I, I actually do. I know that's controversial, but I think I think so. I mean... Even in our Discord, Foot Grandpa, he said definitely, and he put a picture of a 95-rated Pele. Um, we know Nishant goes through spells where he's away for quite a substantial period of time, and then he comes back to packing like 42 icons in a 20-player pack, plus every promo card going. Um, so, yeah, I think it is. I mean, unfortunately, I'm never away from the, the game or the app really long enough to say I'm a returning player. If I'm away from it, it's a couple of days max. I mean, I know you're you're, you're going to take a couple of weeks away from your console, but I can imagine you'll still be on your grinding the menus because you're you're you stuck like us. You know it, boy. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think there's definitely a code. I mean, just a couple of years ago, do you remember when Nick from the foot market kind of got into the got into yes. the and there yep. definitely was th- like things in the code about doomsday switches and whatever. So it's like a returning user bonus or, so, or something yeah. wasn't it there was and i'm sure there was like a red was it a red list type nuke bomb type thing as well so there is definitely stuff around that um changes certain individuals like odds on getting cards and getting better pulls so i don't know what it is um ea aren't obviously going to tell us what to do to get better packs you know we're of the mind that we'll like the more packs we open, the better chance you've got of getting these players. So we'll grind and grind and grind until we get these packs. But I mean, what's your thoughts on it, Dan? Have you seen enough evidence either way? I'm almost certain there is something to it. I don't know. I think EA kind of t- tried to explain that leak um, a couple of years ago, and they were saying that a lot of these things are just things that have been built into the code and are never turned off and on. So I don't know that it was that in particular, but I think just from a pure business point of view, it makes a hundred percent sense to do that because especially if it's someone that has already invested a lot of time in the game, you will want to tempt that person back. You know, if they go away for two months, they open up a load of packs and they still get nothing. A lot of people would just walk away. However, they go away for a couple of months or even a week, come back and they've got a shiny new card to play with. They're probably going to go back into the game. So I think as a business, they would almost be silly not to have something like that. It's no different to, you know, if you're signed up to any kind of website, occasionally you'll just get, or, you know, a, you know, I've got like Deliveroo on my phone. And if I haven't ordered off it for a couple of weeks, suddenly magically I'll get like a voucher comes through. But I have here, we haven't seen you for a while, have 20% off your next order. Now, stores and stuff do it all the time. It, it makes absolute practical business sense. And I don't think there is, I don't personally see anything wrong with it either. Now, it is a bit of a kick in the teeth for people like me and you that are playing every single day. But the the contrast to that, Nath, is that, well, we've been playing FIFA every day. We've been getting more value for our money. You know, if you take the cost, the £80 cost of the game and divide it by however many days, we're actually getting more value for money because we're playing it more. Whereas if, you know, someone goes away for two months and then comes back, 
well, their team is going to be behind and also they've not got as much out of the game. So yeah, fair enough. Give them that little extra boost. Yeah, no, that's a good way of looking for it. And to be fair, I really like seeing the fact that people do get good pulls. Um, it's nice to see that they are out there. Um, if they could send us some of this wonderful fun review <laughs> host look that certain people get, that would be ideal. But no, I th- there's got to be something that's entice you back. Like you say, everyone, every sort of company seems to do that to, to returning customers. So if they get that, then good on them. Um, you know, I'm always going to be a bit, little bit selfish and say I want to have better pack look, as will most people that you know are involved in the game and do kind of open packs and look for these top rated cards. So, um, meant with the best respect, but yeah, there's definitely something there. But just share it around with us, please. Yeah, and as always, look again. We don't know, <laughs> so this could just be one of those coincidental things. You know, John was talking about the psychology a couple of weeks ago. Um, with Chris around how you convince yourself of these things so this could just be a situation where we see this happen to a few people and you know actually everyone's odds are the same and it just happens to be uh, a coincidence but as I said I think it would make all the sense in the world and I don't think there's anything particularly nefarious behind it I mean look we're all opening packs that have no percentage odds attached to them unless we're buying them from the store so you know it's it's, they're not doing anything wrong. It's not like uh, you know they're handing out the same rewards to people, and then someone gets a pack with fifty percent probability, and someone else gets a pack with ten percent probability. Then you're saying, well, why is that the case? That then goes into the realm of well, that's not very fair. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But look, that does just about round off our show. Again, look, disregard pack luck. If you want to get better at the game, go to footcoaching.com. Take out one of our excellent packages available over there. You get coached by experts such as Nath using, you know, I talk about this, is cutting edge technology. It's top technology used by professional football clubs and organizations around the world. So you're getting the very best from the very best and they will teach you a lot more. I play my games and I've had, I've been lucky enough to have a couple of coaching sessions in the past and I still have the things that, that John and Amma have said to me in my head, helping me from, you know, FIFA 21, FIFA 22. So it's all very good. Um, go and check that out, footcoaching.com for all that information. Of course, follow us on socials as well, Foot Coaching everywhere. If you have any questions about the coaching or anything to do with the pod, just send them in over there. We'll be returning on Friday to round up Foot Birthday Team 2. John will be on, I'm presuming with Ingby. I don't think we've finalised the guest lineup. Episode 500 is on the way at some point as well again also patreon.com forward slash foot in review lots of stuff up there we mentioned earlier discord access if you sign up on supporter tier, you get the trading show that i did uh with carl and i often do with shack attack and you also get access to our custom tactics such as the ones you've been putting out nath yeah um we're always trying to look at, at ways to tweak you know some of them are sort of meta some of them are a bit more fun so i, I you know i say it every time i'm on i love our discord uh, full of really good people chats always so and i think yesterday there was about four hours where people somebody hadn't put into the chat into the main page and we had other chats going like is this still working we're not used to this so it's uh it's good good place to go you can talk fifa you can talk football we can talk other video games we can just you know everyone goes in and says good morning and how's everyone doing and it's just a really pleasant place to be and like you say if we can help people improve uh john's got a really good setup with his whole sort of foot coaching company um yeah it's, it's just a good place for especially for people who have the sort of fifa and foot interest yeah i'll notice there's been no chat for four hours and then i'll actually notice that in about seven or eight of the offshoot rooms 
there's been uh, a war and peace written on different things. So it is, uh, yeah, a very active place, as they said, on, on all kinds of different things. So, yeah, patreon.com, force us foot in review for more on that. I did mention as well that I had uh, gone over to the dark side of the force. Uh, I have gone to the four triple two, Nath, and it is uh, it's paying off. I've got to say, my long held suspicion that it's the best formation in this game seems to be uh, seems to have been proved correct. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm probably going to join you over there. Um, I'm currently somebody that has a different uh, different tactic in every single slot, so I think I'm going to home in and get better and sort of just solidify one and. You've told me that yours is working brilliantly, so I might use that as a base and then tweak it from there for the different variations. But yeah, it's great because we get everyone sort of sharing it as well. Nothing's kept to yourselves. It's all, you know, we're all trying to help each other and, and you know, get the most enjoyment out of the game. Exactly. And Nath, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? Uh, I am on Twitter as uh, NJ Downs and I'm also in our Discord. It's Nathan Downs. Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Wimby. Uh, come check out my streams Uh twitch.tv forward slash wimby86 as well and only one thing left to do Nath drop it we're gonna drop it drop it